Hey, hey, Pizza Pal, it's your boy, Idrif. This week, we have a very special set of conversations for you today from our time over at Pizza City Fest LA. My team and I cut this up in four different segments, so check them all out. But I do want to say I recommend you go and check them out on our YouTube page because, I don't know, I think they're just so much better in video form. There's extra cuts that make it fun and lively, and check those out. But trust me, if you listen to it on this podcast, you're going to have a great time as well. All right? Thanks for tuning in. Before we continue with this episode, I just want to let you know that every week I send out a weekly newsletter for this podcast. It goes ahead and summarizes what the podcast is that just released. And I figure that if I can send you this email with five bullet points, it can save you 15 to 30 minutes because I understand that every podcast that I put out isn't for everybody. Some people are on different levels. A lot of people have different interests. And so I don't want you to have to invest so much time to figure out if this podcast is free. Go ahead and just click an email, read the description, the five bullet points and say, huh, this is an interesting podcast. Or maybe I'll wait till the next one because we only have so much time and attention throughout the day. And I respect that. So if you want that newsletter every week coming from your boy, please sign up using the link in the show notes. Alternatively, you can just email me, idrift at what's good dough. Link to that will also be in the show notes. And just let me know that you want to receive an email from me from time to time. I appreciate you. I love you. Now let's get on to this episode. What is like your advice to new pizza people? People coming in and say, look, I don't have a restaurant or I've never worked in a restaurant, but my uh, my wife or my girlfriend just went and bought me uh, uh, one of these portable ovens for my backyard, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to start making pizzas at home. Like, what's the advice? How's it going, chef? Good. This is exciting. My day? You know, it's always interesting. <laughs> this is uh, Pepe Mille. He's the Pepe president Mille. of VPN Americas. Oh, amazing. And he's a, he's Honor to meet you. He's of uh, North and South America and uh, what else? North America. Including Canada and Mexico. Ah. So, how did you get that? How do you get that job? You just become an awesome pizza maker? Is that what it is? <laughs> how we met? No, no, no. How'd you get the job of president? Oh. Nothing. I started, I was the first restaurant uh, certified by the organization outside of Italy. Uh-huh. And uh, little by little, you know, I started collaborating uh, closer and closer with the other quarters and labels. Okay. They asked me to help them to represent it. And uh, I'm doing this one for, uh, with them for 30 years almost. Wow. Yeah. Okay. How did you two meet? It was a really cool, uh, cool thing. I was already, you know, doing stuff. I was already doing, you know, teaching. I was doing a lot of stuff. And uh, Pepe had the school. Uh, he's in uh, Inglewood. He's okay. got the, the VPN uh, for the United States. Is located in Inglewood, California. And they do like, you know, training programs and, you know, both. Uh, they do a lot of different uh, programs, a lot of different levels. Mm-hmm. And um, I reached out to him and I says, look, Pepe, I want to I want to learn how to make uh, Neapolitan pizza. And he kind of like chuckled it off. He's like, I'm going to teach you like you already make pizza. What do you need to learn from us? Mm. But it was really about like the, you know, I think the thing and, and correct me if I'm wrong, Pepe, like I think everybody talks about is the history of Neapolitan pizza. Right. Yes. But I think what we lose is the, the technical side mm. of Neapolitan pizza. And this is one of the things too, like we spend a lot of time, like especially here in the States where people say, well, I want to learn about, uh, you know, all these different styles of pizza and, you know, Neapolitan pizza is, uh, you know, maybe to, to some people they say, well, it's a basic, you know, it's, it's a softer pizza, it's chewy pizza, but it's, it's one of those arguments that we say, well, if this is what you think it is, 
you haven't had real Neapolitan pizza made the way it's supposed to be made. And, uh, you know, to me, it was really about the, the technical side of Neapolitan pizza. The finer up, details. It's the finer details. The, like I said, the art of, of making a dough and not refrigerating it. Mm -hmm. You know, this is when we go back and say, all right, the history of Neapolitan pizza started 300 years ago, when at a time when there was no refrigeration, at a time when commercial yeast wasn't a thing. So to say that how it started and where it is today, gas was not around. God, mm. gas wasn't even around. Exactly right, you know. So in a time when uh, you know things that to say we created something that came from uh, necessity, poverty. This was not a, a, a rich person's food. This is a way to feed people cheap and feed people. The you know the, they have a uh, they have a saying today. You can go uh, and buy a, a pizza today and pay for it in six days. This was really the way because not everybody had money every single day. Mm. And you weren't traveling from your town, six towns over, to try the pizzeria over there. Yeah. You were buying the pizza in your neighborhood. So you had a relationship with people. That's cool. And uh, again, the, that, that whole charm of it really resonated with me. I see. And when I talked to Pepe, he's like, you know, come. I ended up spending five days at the VPN. Mario Valera, who was just here, we just missed him. He's another one of the instructors. He does a, a great amount of work uh, with, with the, the VPN in the United States. Mm -hmm. And I got to spend five days with Mario in the kitchen, one-on-one. -on -one. And it was really like, hey, have you ever seen this? You ever tried this? And like riffing back and forth with another guy who loves to make pizza, this is really what set it for me. Okay. And then like as it kept going further, you know, Pepe introduced me to other people. He introduced me to people in Naples. and. It started really going back to Italy. That's what I fell in love with. And I think that, you know, what my focus is, is how can we get more people in the United States to understand why this is so special? You know, teaching the right exact way. So now Leo is becoming an ambassador for the area where he's the mostly um, presence. Yes. It's like, uh, just like, because he lives there, but in the community of the pizza world. Oh. He's not just a, he's a complete pizza maker. He can make any style of pizza. Multi-skilled. So that's even better. Deep so knowledge. Now when it comes to the starter point, that's the starting block. And I've done pizza, start from everything, start from there. He has like, you know, the knowledge of that. So when he now he teaches all the style of pizza, it really comes from the back mm -hmm. of like, you know, the, the crop. Well, what I appreciate is even though he already was teaching pizza and had a deep understanding of it. Yeah. He still put his pride aside and said, I need to learn this. I need to right. understand the foundations it's, and really get a good grip uh, of it. At the school, when I have students, we teach like, you know, students every week almost. One of the lines that I always present to them, when I, I studied culinary at the uh, hotel industry in Naples when I was young, right? So they didn't have pizza glass back then. Pizza was kind of like, you know, the peasant things, not the culinary items back there, right? We're talking about uh, early 70s, mid 70s, right? So I was uh, like, uh, at the school, they had, ah, we're like this one. And there was an old man, Don Vincenzo, was the pizzaiolo. So they were doing specialty, uh, uh, no course, but, you know, parties, events, and they were making pizza. So he was making the dough, he had no recipe, all right? His apprenticeship the, the organization mm -hmm. created like the standard mm. to creating a, a standard recipe because everybody was kind of doing their own way. They're still doing it. Anyways. But when I was asking Don Vincenzo, he was on the 70 back then. Don Vincenzo, what else you need to learn, really? Mm -hmm. You were looking at the eye and say, Pepe, Opupanillo, because I was young, right? <laughs> I'm learning every day. And you know, I was not really appreciated and understood back then. Mm, when you were mean? young. It's like, you know, this is simple things, you know how to make it. 
now I'm an almost at this age, and I know exactly what they meant. <laughs> Beautiful. And you know the th- the cool thing about it too is that like the present of the uh, the association of Rachi Pizza Napolitana is growing in the United States. So besides now, you know, Pepe's has the, the the school which he's had for a very long time in California. Now there's a you know a brand new school in uh, in Atlanta, you mm. know, in Georgia. So to see that now you've got you know a younger generation of Neapolitan pizza makers or people that would want to learn how to make Neapolitan pizza to see how it's branching out and it's becoming a thing. I think this is what it's encouraging to say, if you really want to learn this, you don't have to invest thousands of dollars to go uh, for the airplane to go to Italy. You can have the same experience here, the same exact way you're doing it in Italy, here. And then to take that knowledge and all the ingredients are here, everything, the flour, the tomatoes, every there's a whole list of everything. Yeah, compared to what it was, it really is all the experimentation is available to you. But the line of what needs to be done is all in um, the registry, the disciplinaria, they call it. And the disciplinaria is literally the rules of every step that you need to make. All the movements of making the pizza, how to make the dough, it's all there. Mm. And uh, this is what I think we need to focus on and what people need to, to study. We can give you everything. One thing we can give to you. you know what, it is? what is that? Passion. Come, come wearing passion. Oh, yes. So you will move forward. You know? If you just come to kind of like learn but judge yeah. or like see, like, uh, that doesn't bring you anywhere. It's not going to move you, you forward. Not your passion with you and you're going somewhere i love that i love that even just anywhere you go one of the secrets yes yes the secrets to doing well is passion is that is that what you're saying it's it and we talk about like i get in front of a lot of different people i have a lot of corporate clients i do a lot of consulting work and things a corporation could say hey i've got 10 people that are brand new and i want you to train them unless those people want to be trained you know it's a it's a different result at the end of the program to say like if I do Definitely. a training for somebody who somebody who doesn't care that they're just there to cash their hourly paycheck compared to the person that is, is eager like they're they're salivating because they, they want all the information they can get it's two different people and when you get that person that can't wait the anticipation they wake up early because they can't wait to arrive in the morning that's the person I think that we there's there's so many people like that in the United States and I think those are the people that we need to find and say look I'm gonna give you the tools and then take those tools and you could turn it into so many other things but you got to learn this is the base because this is where it all started yeah I'm here for 40 years okay I'm not American of course but I'm here enough more than half of my life right and when I start as a chef my culinary my restaurants okay People didn't know much about Italian food. Actually, they didn't really get crazy about it because, you know, it was not what they grew up with thinking about Italian food, right? But see where we are now. All the best chef, young chef from Italy or from Europe, they are here in America. So it's a culinary land now. So what do we need to take now? Take this package and move forward. Okay. And the past uh, traditional things like Neapolitan pizza, it's very important to get to because, you know, again, it's a platform. Right. It's initiation. It's like you start with that, you go whatever you want to go. So we learn the foundations, we learn the basics, we learn the traditions. What is your idea or your idea of moving forward? Is it now incorporating the contemporary styles of pizza? What does it look like? What do you look, see as the future? 
if you are like you know somebody then is very standard with tradition you will not move forward you actually will do that product as best as you can mm. right mm -hmm. to your knowledge sure now you want to move forward now they have the neo neapolitan to me it doesn't mean anything is it neapolitan or is it a different style it seems like neo neapolitan it's like you know so that's what is not good is that is a miscommunication out there for people that look into the avoidant world. If you do the avoidant, stay with the standard. You do as best as you can. Find the best flower, find the best tomato. The technical aspect doesn't change. But you know, now you see this pizza made with the, like you know, pre-fermented items. Uh, then they were more on the bakery world than on the pizza world. You know? So you, do, you can do whatever you want. This is America. You do whatever you want. I just don't offend what is so traditional and so rooted in history. That's, that's my sentiment. Respect. I'm from Naples, so... <laughs> like, well, like you said, you can take something, even though you do it for 40 yeah, years, you can still continue to learn. I will, I will I'll definitely ask Chef Leo, what do you... So, you know, I, for, for me, again, I understand why the Neapolitan pizza has, uh, has evolved and they're seeing that, you know, all these kind of spin-offs are happening. Yes, we follow a guideline when you're making a real Neapolitan pizza, the verace, mm -hmm. right? We talk about verace all the time. But then when you talk about the contemporary style, these are things that come from the bread world. Now, if you understand how to work a biga, right? A contemporary Neapolitan pizza is made with a pre-ferment. You still need the, the, the basic understanding of how to make that dough and where it comes from. Now, who's gonna train you to make a biga for the first time? Is it that you picked up a YouTube video? Is it that you asked your friend how he does it? Right. Or did you actually study with somebody who knows and can tell you specifically in and out how to control a biga, the, what the pH should be, what the temperature should be, how many hours does it need to go? It's still, again, technical, but it all starts from somewhere. Right. You know, all the, like the Neo-Neapolitan, this thing started in the United States really because this market wanted a pizza that was crispier. Crispier. Right? Mm -hmm. The understanding of this Neo, the Neapolitan pizza turning into the Neo-Neapolitan, if you take a, the Neapolitan dough, the way it's created, then maybe you're around maybe 60, 63% hydration. Let's call it like this, right? If you've ever been to Naples in the summertime, right? And you start talking about pizza makers that are going 65 to 70% hydration, doing these contemporary styles in this, when it's 100 degrees outside. Overproof. Right? Exactly. You've got to have some control. And especially in a time when we talked about there was no refrigeration, this is where the technical skill comes of the pizzaiolo. It's about understanding what the salt does to your dough. Why in certain seasons do we put more or less salt? And it's not just about yeast, because yeast is the easy one. Everyone knows that we need to adjust our yeast. But talking about what does salt do to our dough? What does adjusting the hydration of the dough do? where now you have a little tighter dough, it takes longer to rise. So on those really hot days, how do we control our dough from overproofing or over-fermenting? These are all the little, like, the nuances of understanding how to do it. So like, when I when I have somebody like, you know, like people ask the question, like, what is like your advice to, to new pizza people? People coming in and say, look, I don't have a, a restaurant or I've never worked in a restaurant, but 
my uh, my wife or my girlfriend just went and bought me uh, uh, one of these portable ovens for my backyard, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to start making pizzas at home. Like, what's the advice? Like, I think if you're going to do it, you got to understand that yes, flour, water, salt, and yeast can be mixed up in a certain way to make a dough. The other side of it is understanding the respect, the professional side of it. Right. You know? I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to digress for a second. Like, we were just in uh, Las Vegas, and you mentioned Las Vegas and Pizza Expo, and like, what, what when we saw a lot of people, and I specifically saw a lot of people, home bakers, that for the first time maybe were competing mm-hmm. in uh, competitions. Yes. To me, I, I think that, like, you know, when you see somebody competing, I had a specific problem, and I, 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 I took a lot not to go on a rant, to say, look, when all of a sudden did you show up to a competition, showed up in a Dago tee and shorts and flip-flops, and you're going to compete? And maybe you know some of these people. But again, the professional side of it yes. is that if you have an idea that you're going to work in an industry that's here longer than all of us, right? It's the respect, the professionalism that goes along with it, right? Why do I wear all white, right? Because, because this is how it started, because we're working with flour all day long. Because right? you can rock it. <laughs> now it's because of my signature, right? But again, this is like, these, these are the things. So to say that you're going to compete in a competition, dress the part, look the part. I don't care if you're making pizzas at home or you have a pickup truck and you go and pull up in a parking lot on the weekends and sell pizzas to your neighbors. Right. But again, I think it's that understanding that even if you're a home pizza maker, if your ambition is to make really good pizza, it's the whole package too, you know? So there's a lot of, uh, th- those are a lot of, uh, of the, the big ones for me and that's why I'm here, you know? Now, if people don't have the interest or the funds or just the means to take an AVPN class, how do they learn the traditions? There's a lot of great information that even the association puts out, right? And it's all free information on the website. The discipline audio is posted. It's it's all over the internet. If you want to read the guidelines, and it's in, in English, they've got it, they got printed in every language. If you, uh, if you read this step by step, again, you don't have to take a class, but if you're really interested and you can read a cookbook, you can read the disciplinati and understand this is how we stretch the dough. The dough should be stretched within these dimensions. This is how much of the condiment, the tomato, the mozzarella, all this stuff that goes along with it. This is all free knowledge. But then it gets to a point where you're on the next side of it, saying now, where do I go the next? I love this, I want to do it better, I want to do it more. I don't know, to me, I see a lot of people walking around with like the newest iPhone. Right? So you had enough money to go buy a brand new iPhone, but you have an interest in making amazing pizza, but you didn't have enough money to go take a course to learn how to do it properly. Ah. I think this is like no different than a mechanic having a wrench, right? I think this is an important tool that everybody needs. And uh, again, you'll find a way. The courses are not that expensive. Yes, they're an investment, but it's an investment in your future or an investment of where you're going with it. I love that. I love that. I am a big fan of continuing education. And I think. Sometimes I just have to bite the bullet and pay for the knowledge because really that's what I need to excel, right? We all need education, we need mentors, we need guidance, and the best way to do that is the hands-on learning that yeah, you all you offer. Know, just to close this argument, it's, it's not an argument, of course, it's discussion. Is that you can get all the tools and all the good instruction, but you have to gain with your passion. So it means you have to put your uh, you into. Mm. We cannot do that for you. Mm-hmm. You have to do it. You need to practice. So, now, if we give you a standard of like your technical uh, uh, expertise, you cannot go out there and thinking that you know more than uh, teaching you. 
and that's sometimes what happened in this movie. A little bit of arrogance, like, yeah. a little bit of ego. A little bit of rush. Rush. Like, oh. You, know, you can't learn everything in five days. Time. Take the tools and then go and practice and learn. You and like what? what? When my students finish the five days school, I say, okay. And two days, probably. You're going to forget everything. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's to me all the time. <laughs> so it's like it's up to you. So continue so, to practice. No, we give it like, you know, for the stretching, I give a little tool, a little map, a little towel, the little water. It's a muscle repetition, you know, so you don't lose it. Because maybe you don't have a pizzeria. You're thinking that you're going to do it. Yes. But when? You have to keep practicing until that day you open. So that's that's the passion, is that the new continue. When you don't work consulting, but you work with the individual, go find a job, offer yourself, sign a paper, give me two days, four hours, for free. I'll come here and I'll help you. Because that is your learning block. Yeah. Absolutely, and there's a lot of there's a lot of times like uh, even when I was coming up, I started very young, and then I would offer all the time to say, hey, can I come and uh, can I come and help out? You need an extra set of hands, or even just to let me observe what you're doing. And uh, again, another way that without investing any money, if you're interested in a specific style, you'll pick up a lot just by seeing that. For those who are looking to start, you gave some excellent tips. Go get the class. Go offer your services. Is there anything else out there that people should be doing who just want to be more involved in the pizza world? I think that again, uh, the, the community of pizza makers all over the world is like a big family. I think that if you take the time and you pick up the phone or you send somebody a message on social media and you say, hey, I really saw something that you made and I really dig that. Can I uh, ask you a question? Or I'd like to talk to you more about it. This is one of those industries that more than likely you're going to get a response back saying, hey, yeah, when you got a couple minutes, I'm a free this day. Or, hey, are you in the area? You want to pass by? And this is one of those industries that everybody will say, yeah, absolutely. When I started out, like there was no Internet and everybody kept everything so tight to the chest, all the secrets, Beautiful. you know. So this was a, another thing. Why did I choose to start teaching when I got to that point in my life or my career? It was really just, again, what, what am I gonna do with all this knowledge that I've gained all these years? I gotta share it with somebody. And this is why I focused on teaching all these years. And again, to, to team up with the VPN, I just became an ambassador in the United States. Congratulations. Um, I'm doing, thank you so much. It was really humbling moment because it was like a long time coming that I really studied. I really wanted this so bad. And to get the attention of the association all the way in Napoli, they say, hey, here's a guy, you know, obviously Pepe helped, uh, you know, influence some of that too, saying, you got a guy over here that really loves Neapolitan pizza, and you should pay attention to what this guy's doing. And I think that it really comes back to that, you know? It doesn't matter, yeah, I'm, I'm, my family's not from Napoli, we're from Calabria, Italy. I'm not even from the same place. But again, the love for pizza comes from that. It's it doesn't passion. matter if, if you're from the United States or a different part of Europe or Mexico or wherever you're from. If you really love to do this, again, anybody can do it. It's just how far down the rabbit hole you want to go, right? And what you're going to commit to say you're going to do it. Just pick up the phone, call somebody, ask a question. If you practice and you made a mistake, don't take it as a mistake and throw your book away. Take it as, what did I do wrong? Let, let me look at my notes and see where this thing broke down. But then to say, hey, I'm going to mix another dough tonight so that I can try this again tomorrow or in two days from now or however long you're going to decide to work on it. And that's, again, that's that's the piece that 
finding the right guys, going to a class, going to a school, wherever you're going to go, finding the association. There's many associations out there, all different styles. And I think that that's where you're going to get the most value for, your, for what you're trying to do. Before we wrap this episode of one of the four series from the Pizza City Fest, I want to go ahead and remind you that I am giving away a product from Rose Hill Sourdough called the Bread Bat. And I'm giving it away to those who leave a rating for the show, five stars, and screenshot it and then send it over to me. You can either DM it to me or email me, idrifatwhatsgoodo.com. All of that's going to be linked in the show notes. But please grab your bread mat. It's such a cool product. I fully support it because it helps save the environment because we can all do our part, right? And yes, you can have it for free. If you leave a rating, go ahead and do that. Send it to me and I'll get one over to you. Uh, I think he ships US residents only, but if he does ship internationally and you send it to me, we'll figure that out, okay? Thank you for doing that. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Again, there are four interviews from Pizza City Fest that I want you to check out. So go listen to my other Pizza Pals that are on the podcast this week. Now, I want to challenge you. If there's something that you learned or loved or appreciated, I challenge you to create something on social media that is representative of that and post it, share it, and tag me. Maybe there's something that really stuck out to you. Maybe there's a life lesson. Maybe there's a new technique. Maybe there's just a thought that really resonated with you. Please share that and tag me. I would greatly appreciate it. Please check out the other conversations from Pizza City Fest. I think you're going to love them. I appreciate you. I love you. Till next time. Peace.